from Sacramento, the Bishop's Radio Hour with Bob Dunning on Relevant Radio, focusing on today's issues in the context of gospel values. Now, here's Bob. That's me. Welcome to you on this beautiful day the Lord has made. Appreciate you all being with us on the Bishop's Hour as we launch into our 25th year on the air. And thanks to everybody that has helped us along the way, especially you, the listeners. Indeed, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And we are glad to welcome in, uh, from a long ways away, Kelly Walquist. Kelly, good day to you. Good day to you. It's great to be with you. You are in uh, Minnesota, is that correct? I am. I'm thinking it's a wee bit colder where I am than it is where you are. <laughs> hey, we, we are about an hour and a half from where they held the Winter Olympics one year. So oh. we, we, we not here in Sacramento, but up in the mountains at... at uh, <laughs> What was then known as Squaw Valley, they had the Olympics in 1960 and had all kinds of snow. So <laughs> we're not strangers to snow in California, even though people think we are. But Well, you don't have to get any in for me when I'm coming there. You can just you can leave it here. And I can, I'll come to your sunshine. Where are you in Minnesota? I am in the Twin Cities. Okay. My, my parents were married in St. Paul. And, oh. And my dad you know went, the- to, went to – he was a golden gopher. So – Oh, I love it. Everybody has a Minnesota connection. They're really, you know, it's really true. You know, if if I wear like a Minnesota, you know, University of Minnesota sweatshirt or something around town, it's it's a, it's a conversation starter, you know, <laughs> except people will say it's Minnesota true. like that, you know, and think they're being yeah. very clever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that we hear that too sometimes. Yeah, I bet you do. I bet you do. Well, appreciate you uh, taking the time to be with us. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I would love to. I am. Well, what can we tell you? We can get the Reader's Digest version. So now I just okay. dated myself. I don't even know what that is. Right. The old twenty-five words um, or less. Yeah. Yes. Right. We'll try. <laughs> um, you know, born and raised Catholic. I guess born and baptized. Mm-hmm. Uh, baptized Catholic, and then lived the average Catholic life, you know, and went to Catholic schools and uh, did all the, you know, holy days of obligation and went to mass every Sunday and just your average Catholic. And um, I got to college and kind of fell away from my faith and then kind of would go back, you know, and then I fell away. And I remember I was being interviewed by uh, a friend of mine on a Catholic television show and I was explaining to her that, you know, I had, I had fallen away from my faith, but then my husband, I got engaged. So we had to go back for, you know, marriage prep classes right. and then I kind of fell away again. And, but then we had our first child. So now we're back for baptismal classes. <laughs> and my friend Martha just laughed and she said, honey, you are what we call match, hatch and dispatch. You know, you come <laughs> to, you come to church when you're getting married, you come to church when you have a baby and you come to church for funerals. And there was a point in my life where I kind of had fallen into that little rut. Mm -hmm. And then one day, a friend invited me to um, a Bible study, The Great Adventure by Jeff Cavins, The Bible Timeline. Mm -hmm. And it changed my life. It transformed my life. Yep. Transformed my life. And I was a nurse at the time, a nursing supervisor. But I just fell in love with Scripture. And I fell in love with the story. Uh, of God's plan of sheer goodness. And I fell in love with the ways that the Bible study was put together because it, it resonated in my brain, everything that was color-coded and just being able to see it all, to see God's plan of salvation and then to see where I fit into that. And so I met Jeff Cavins uh, uh, one Christmas. Our kids went to the same school and pretty much said, hey, I've been doing your Bible study. I love it. I love everything about it. There's just one thing I don't like. And I'll never forget because he gave me this over the eyeglasses look and about, you know, took his head down and said, and what is it that you don't like? <laughs> and I said that I didn't invent it because it's how my brain works. Mm-hmm. And then I think it was from that day on, we started working together. And so then I became part, I worked with the great adventure as the director of community relations mm-hmm. and helped them bring this study out to people all around the country. So it's, I mean, that's a really short version, Wow! <laughs> but it really was scripture that just completely changed my life. Was and there about, thunder and lightning during that first meeting? Uh, with Jeff? Uh, well, uh, your <laughs> first Bible study, was there thunder and lightning? I mean, were you struck by lightning or anything? Oh, 
Oh my goodness, that's so funny you should ask that. It, it's really funny how I ended up being in that Bible study. I said, you know, a friend asked me, well, she tricked me actually. Um, she tricked me into it. She said I was at a back to school night and they had all the sign up stuff because it was a kids went to a Catholic school, so we volunteered for everything. And my husband knows me, so he knows I'll volunteer for everything. And so I left, he said, Don't volunteer for everything. And I went out the door and went to back to school night and I volunteered for everything, but like the father son camping trip. I think that's the only thing I didn't volunteer for. And as I was leaving, my friend Nicole said, uh, Kelly, you have to do this Bible study. It's by my friend, Jeff Cavins. And I was just, I was looking at him like, it's amazing, but I can't, you know, I can't sign up for one more thing. Andy will kill me. You know, that he, I will come home and have signed up for everything. And she said, but if you sign up, everyone will. And I said, I can't. I'm so sorry. And the next day I got a phone call from my friend Josie who said, um, hey, Kelly, we saw you signed up for the Bible study. So 40 of us <laughs> women signed up. And to this day, Nicole is like, I can't believe I did that. She's so sweet. And she's like, that was the Holy Spirit. So I got tricked. Like, so did she, have to, conf- Lord, did she have to confess that? <laughs> she might have now she's on my board for wine women in the new evangelization so uh, she's like well and so now she's saying well i'm glad i did that because look what it's done for your life and then in turn what you're helping to do for other women's lives so i'm like okay i'll let you get away with that one but it did work out well so how long ago was that that was almost about 20 years ago mm-hmm. it was 20 years ago uh so it's it's been a fun ride. And then the Lord really put on my heart um, later on. I mean, I worked with the great adventure and it was fabulous. Uh, and then I also, with Jeff Cavins, I, we began the Archbishop Flynn Catechetical Institute here in the Archdiocese of mm-hmm. St. Paul in Minneapolis at the St. Paul Seminary. So I work my job uh, and at the St. Paul Seminary and that we began about 17 years ago. Um, but in all of that, all of that work that we were doing, I, the Lord was just putting on my heart to help women to, to have this, this ministry that would really teach women the truth of their dignity and their vocation. It wasn't even a ministry I wanted. I really, when I, when it hit me, what I wanted was I wanted a movement. I wanted a movement in the church that, that really would elevate women in this beautiful gift. Hmm. Wow. So when did you start doing, going on the road and speaking? I think we may have, uh, we may have lost Kelly here. Hope she, we will, uh, we will do our best to get her back. We should remind you that, uh, uh, from heaven on high, celebrating the beauty and joy of Christmas, Sacred Heart Scola Cantorum, uh, Donna Kendrick, Donald Kendrick, the conductor, Ryan Enright, they're, they're, Wonderful Christmas concert, actually two Christmas concerts, uh, Saturday, Hello? December 16th at 7.30 p.m. Uh, Kelly, are you with us? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, I can I'm hear you, here. Kelly. Can you hear me? Be in the technology. Hello. Hello, Kelly, are you there? Hello. I don't think Kelly's hearing me, so um, we will, uh, should we, should we? Oh, Kelly is uh, Kelly's waiting, but uh, we don't uh, we don't have her up yet. I'll take you back to the School of Cantorum again. Uh, that is Saturday, December sixteen at seven thirty p.m. Sunday, December seventeen at two p.m. All at uh, Sacred Heart Church, thirty ninth and J Streets in Sacramento. Tickets are twenty dollars general, fifteen dollars students and seniors. Uh, to get tickets, you can go to Scola Cantorum. That's S C H O L A. Scola Cantorum, C A N T O R. ScolaCantorum dot com, and then uh, also uh, you can. Uh, there will be some tickets at the door, or you could phone them at eight five zero five four five four two nine eight. That's eight five zero five four five four two. Nine eight and Scola will also be selling some of their wonderful CDs at the door. So it's a, it's really a, a great concert, and you can uh, uh, take the kids as well. There will be a sing along part, and uh, everybody everybody is is welcome. Uh, also, the uh, special collection for uh, December nine and ten is to help aging religious. So please give generously 
to this special collection. Kelly Wolkust, are you with us? I am here. Oh, there you are. Uh, you know, it's a long ways to Minnesota. When you use a can and a string, <laughs> it, it gets kind of <laughs> garbled. <laughs> I know. I'm like, come Holy Spirit. I know. You keep know, us, here we are. Connected, in, Holy Spirit. Very near Silicon Valley where all these geniuses have come up with all these, these electronic devices that are controlling our life. And uh, sometimes a simple phone call fails on us. But thank you for staying with us. Uh, Kelly is is coming out here on the 12th and 13th of January uh, to St. Clair Parish in Roseville for a women's retreat. Kelly, tell us, how did you get into the uh, the sort of traveling around and, and, and uh, giving women retreats? Um, well, you know, California has a lot to do with it. Uh, I actually was going out to the Napa Institute, mm-hmm. and when I got there, we landed a little early and got there at the Meritage um, and Trinitas Cellars, which is so beautiful in Napa. And um, the Holy Father, it was Pope Francis, he had just been Holy Father for about three months, mm-hmm. called for a deeper, more profound theology of women. And oh, one of his uh, interviews, yes, I did. thought, That's what? Right. Yep. And I thought, what is that? And so when I got to um, the Meritage, I got in my room, and of course, you're in a beautiful vineyard, so the gift they give you is, is wine. And I was sitting with my friend out on our little veranda overlooking the vineyard that has a beautiful statue of the Blessed Mother. Mm-hmm. And we were drinking our rosary wine, rosary wine. It was very sweet. And, um, and I sent an email to 20 women who are leaders around the country in Catholic apostolates and ministries and just invited them to come to our lake home in Minnesota in October for a weekend of prayer and discerning, like what is what is the Holy Father asking of us? What is Jesus asking of us as women through his vicar? And because they're such busy women, I thought that three would show up and 17 showed up. Wow. So we had uh, we had a weekend of prayer. We had adoration there. We had it was wonderful. You know, we, we have a I have a good friend who, who is a pastor um, right by our, our lake place. So we had this just intense prayer. We all left there with intentional prayer. We knew what we were praying for. And a couple months into it, during my prayer one time in adoration, what I heard in my heart is, whereas the Lord said to St. Francis, rebuild my church, Mm -hmm. I heard heal my body. The body of Christ is battered, bruised, and broken. And I need you as women working in these beautiful gifts I've given you in your womanhood to be receptive and sensitive and generous and maternal because it doesn't matter if we physically have given birth. We are all endowed with these gifts and we're all called to be spiritual mothers. Uh, So that's what was really in my heart. And from that came wine. And I was actually telling uh, Sister Kathleen, a sweet little nun in, in Florida, actually, um, when this all hit me, I said, I really want a movement within the church. And I said, I want to call it something like women in the new evangelization. And she said, well, call it that then. And I said, well, sister, that's a mouthful. And she said, no, it's not. It's wine. And I thought, ah, you're brilliant. <laughs> you know, um, and then it said, so, but we really, it's not about the wine we drink, even though it's kind of, you know, it's kind of funny how it starts in Napa or part of it right. starts in Napa. And, but it really stems from scripture. Again, you know, my love of sacred scripture. And so it's uh, John 2, 5, the wedding of Cana. And it's Mary's final words to us in sacred scripture, where she says, do whatever he tells you. Yes. So wine, women in the new evangelization, is about doing the will of God. But we just contend that it's easier, because we are women and we're radically relational, it's easier to do God's will when you have your sisters in Christ supporting you, nurturing you, encouraging you, praying for you, holding you up when you're falling down and rejoicing for you when you're elevated, you know? So that's really what it is. So wine is a national uh, Catholic women's ministry and it just has this beautiful charism of unity. So we are in many States We're 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 all over and it's, it's almost 10 years now. So it's been going well. Wow. So uh, the question I have is, why would you ever leave the Napa Valley? <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, because Jesus said to go to all four corners, right? Yep. And so I, I would love to stay in Napa, but we need preaching also in South Dakota and in Florida and That's in right. New York, you know? So. 
Well, you can, you know, you can take a, a, a side trip. You're, we're only about an hour from the Napa Valley right here in Sacramento. So you're very close. And don't you, and isn't it, is it Amador County right Amador there too? Amador County is right there. It's, it's, it's in the, the foothills and they have a, a number of, uh, it's a different appellation, you know, where they have uh, different wineries up there that, that use, you know, the grapes that you can grow at a, a little bit of elevation. The Napa Valley is basically sea level. And, uh, and of yeah. course, you have the University of California at Davis, about 15 miles from Sacramento, and that's where they trained all these winemakers. Uh, I love it. Yeah. So I might have to. I might have to stay longer when I'm yes, there in you, January. <laughs> you, you, uh, you definitely, uh, you definitely do. There's a, there's a, there's just a tremendous amount of wine, wine growing in this, and dramatically growing now too, as well. Uh, uh, we used to grow a lot of tomatoes and sugar beets and things like that. Now everybody's planting grapes. It's, it's, it's become the, become the thing to do. And it is, it is, you're right. It's so biblical. You know, it's so, I, I know these, uh, winemakers that are the, the professors at UC Davis, they're still trying to figure out how to make wine out of water. I think they're going to go to Cana yeah. and, and they're going to try <laughs> to figure it out. They might. It well, was, you it, know, it is, it's, it would save a lot of trouble. Yeah, it would. It, it is. It's a wonderful thing. It's a good practice for, because you said so many people are growing grapes and, and making wine. It's a good practice for us because, you know, the one thing we know we will consume in heaven right. is wine. And Jesus tells us that. I will not drink of the, of the fruit of the vine until I'm with you again in my Father's kingdom. Well, so there you good for it. you, California. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, we probably make more wine than the rest of the country put together, for sure. Yeah. So... so you mentioned, you know, your love for sacred scripture. Was was there anything that specifically just hit you where you just went, whoa, you know, the aha moment? You know what? It, I think it was when I recognized, it was recognizing the story, you know, because I think that was kind of the brilliance of what uh, Jeff Cavins did. And, you know, we know like Father Mike Schmitz has been, had, did the Bible in a year using that, um, the the Bible timeline. But when all of a sudden I saw the story play out and I think my big aha moments is when you see what is uh, concealed in the old Testament is revealed in the new in Christ. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think every moment I was like, Whoa, that's so cool. That's so cool. And you know, it, it trickles over because with wine, women in the new evangelization, we say there are four characteristics of wine and one of them is sisterhood. And I just, we were just in um, South Dakota this past weekend, putting on a gaze upon Jesus Advent retreat for women. And it was just so evident. They hadn't had wine, women in the new evangelization there before, so they didn't really understand what it was. And by the end of the weekend, they were just like, I feel like I belong. You know, and I'm like, you do. It doesn't matter if you're 18 or 98. That's what women, they walk away. They're like, like I feel like I belong no matter where I am on my, my spiritual journey. And then the second thing is the second characteristic we say is scripture and prayer. Everything we do is drenched in Lexio Divina. So you're prayerfully mm -hmm. praying the scriptures and Visio Divina um, actually as well. And then the third one, which is kind of correlates to what we were just saying is the aha moments. Mm -hmm. We want to teach the aha moments of the faith because when you discover something you're so much more apt to run and share, right? You know, like you, you find a good Italian restaurant, you're going to go tell a million people. Yep. Um, as opposed to if someone's saying, this is why you must do what you should do, you know, wherever you're like, ah, I don't want to listen to that. But when you discover it, it's just like, oh, now I understand. I understand why we do this. And, you know, I understand why we do this in the liturgy. I understand, you know, so we, we really do that throughout um wine and then our fourth one is beauty because draw, god does draw us in into what is good and beautiful and true so those are our four characteristics of wine women in the new evangelization so all those aha moments that i had just because it ignites a fire and a passion in you to go deeper i want to help others have that as well whether it's in the scriptures or it's in the church teaching or in sacred tradition. Very good. So we're in South Dakota. Where are we? There's some beautiful uh, churches in South Dakota. There, We were at St. Mary's in Aberdeen. We were okay. in Aberdeen this past weekend. 
Yes, it was it was absolutely wonderful. Just the nicest people in in the world. Just so kind and so excited, uh, you know, to have something there. To and and also we're getting into Advent, so it's just a really good way to start off that Advent season to say, okay, we're coming into this hustle and bustle. Let's step back and let's really gaze upon Jesus. That's one of our. We have many um, Bible study book clubs that that we put on through wine. So people can find that at catholicvineyard.com. Our Advent um, book club is Gaze Upon Jesus, experiencing Christ's childhood through the eyes of women. So you walk through everything we know about Jesus's childhood, which is the joyful mysteries, and then mm-hmm. one more is the flight to, to Egypt. And so you walk through all of those um, really experiencing it in the way you're created to as a woman. For, so it's wonderful. And there's, there's a biblical fiction in it. So you're, you see it through the, you see through the eyes of Mary, the annunciation, and you see through the eyes of Elizabeth, what happens at the visitation. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's absolutely wonderful. Do most women that come to your workshops, uh, are they Catholic? Um, I would say a lot are. You don't need to be Catholic. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You certainly don't. In fact, this past weekend in Aberdeen, we had a lot of women there that weren't Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, but they just in, they just connected, you know, and even if even if we are talking about things that are um, part of our Catholic faith, our sacraments, we do. We talked a lot about confession and the Eucharist um, over this past weekend. They appreciated it, you know, but mm-hmm. they also they. I think it was more that connecting also with just the love and the joy and that we have for Jesus, you know, and us trying to prepare ourselves to welcome him anew into our hearts yeah, this Christmas. Certainly the, the one thing we share with our uh, Christian sisters and brothers is scripture. You know, yes. we yeah. sometimes, I guess we read it a little differently, but uh, uh, it's, it's something that, that we all, all believe deeply in. So that's, that's a, a great a great common thing. So, uh, as we're talking with uh, Kelly Walquist, who will be coming out to Sacramento, whether to Roseville, actually St. Clair a Parish in Roseville, for a, uh, a retreat, January twelfth. That's a Friday evening, and uh, all day on January thirteenth. Uh, explain a little bit how how the uh, retreat works. Yeah, I really like this one. <laughs> I mean, I like them all, but I love the title of this one because it's it's a spiritual spa, come to the living waters, mm-hmm. and it's just a day for women or an evening. We'll start the evening before, so they can get an introduction into wine, women, and the new evangelization. I'll be joined by my friend um, Alyssa Bormas, who's an incredible uh, speaker. She teaches sacred scripture to nine, ninth, and tenth grade. At a, at a high school here in Minnesota mm-hmm. and just a wonderful author. And so that, that first night you get a little taste of wine and we set the stage for what's coming the next day. And that spiritual spot, we want to give them that retreat-like um, experience. Because if you think of the word retreat, it means to turn away from you know enemy forces. And we just want to turn away from everything. And I think this is such good time for it too. We've just gone through... We will have gone through all of Advent, uh, the cr- Christmas. We will have gone all the way up through the Epiphany. I mean, there's, mm-hmm. it can be such a busy time of year. And to now come together and just relax and um, be renewed and refreshed in our spirit uh, and in our faith and, and with other women. I think it's uh, Rita and Angela and Carol, all the women there that are putting this on. They picked um, a good time. And I'm not just saying that because it's going to be the middle of January and I will have to sacrifice and leave Minnesota to come yes, to sunny yes, California. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we've uh, just come out of a drought, so you may have to bring your own water. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, bring some snow. By the time I get there, snow. it'll be water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll melt it down. Yeah. Well, there that's, you go. That's wonderful. We're we're really looking forward to uh, having you out here, and, uh, um, and if you want to leave a day early or stay a day over, we're very near the Napa Valley, so keep that in mind. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to do it. That's very tempting. I think I'll that, then I'll come out there because I need to be refreshed and renewed. Yes. And body, mind, spirit as well. So yes, love it. 
Very good. Well, uh, uh, thanks so much for taking the time, and uh, God bless you and your family and everybody you work with, uh, and have a blessed and holy and Merry Christmas. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank God you, bless. Kelly. God bless. Uh, that's Kelly Walquist. Uh, again, she'll be here January 12th and 13th. If you want to sign up, you can go to St. Clair Roseville. That's just S-T. Uh, no, you don't spell it out. St. Clair Roseville dot com. Or you can call 916-772-4717. But they want they want to uh, sign up early and they're they're almost sold out. So uh, do it now. Do it tomorrow. 916-772-4717. We'll take a break. Back with more on the Bishop's Hour right after this. Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the St. Vincent de Paul Society. Drop by and shop at the thrift store, a beautiful, beautiful thrift store at 2275 Watt Avenue. Open Mondays through Saturdays from 10 to 8 and Sundays from 11 to 6. They also accept donations at the store, donations of furniture, appliances, clothing, books, everyday household items. Your donations help to fund the many projects of the St. Vincent de Paul Society throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Do such wonderful, wonderful work, and the thrift store is uh, one of the, the ways they uh, raise the funds to help people throughout the diocese, and also uh, uh, many of their clients are able to access the uh, thrift store for uh, items that they need. You can uh, give them a call. They will come pick it up as well, but you can uh, give them a call. They're at 916-972-1212. And remember, again, the thrift store is open uh, seven days a week at 2275 Watt Avenue right here in Sacramento. Well, Bishop Soto refers to Christ the King Retreat Center as the jewel of the diocese, and indeed it is. What a beautiful oasis it is. It's located in Citrus Heights, uh, right in the hustle and bustle of the city, and you feel like you're getting away from it all when you uh, turn off the main road and just uh, uh, come into Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center. Christ the King has served Northern California and the Diocese of Sacramento for over 60 years through parish weekend retreats, individual spiritual direction, and a variety of other programs. For information on all the programs that they offer, including residential programs, give them a call. They're at 916-725-4720, or you can visit them at 6520 Van Maren Lane in Citrusites. And we certainly thank uh, the St. Vincent de Paul Society and Christ the King Passionist Retreat Center for their fine and longstanding support of the Bishop's Hour. Hi, I'm John McGinnis, retired sheriff of Sacramento County, and you're listening to the Bishop's Hour with Bob Dunning. Thank you, Sheriff McGinnis, and thanks for all you have done for uh, this whole area. appreciate that very much. Uh, we are joined now by Marie Leatherby, the executive director of the Sacramento Life Center. Marie, good day to you. <coughs> Good day to you, Bob. Good to hear Thanks your voice. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, same with you. We haven't talked in a while. We have not talked since the gala. In fact, my wife said to me last night, she said, do they pronounce it gala or gala? And I go, well, you know, it, it's it's mixed. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's a gala, sometimes it's a gala. I guess it depends on how yeah, many people come tomato, up. tomato. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I whatever you want to call it whatever but you want to call it yeah. tell us about mm -hmm. it uh it was uh the the uh, it was veterans day uh no, november the 11th tell us all about it yeah yeah it was a cat cow 762 people wow that's a record uh, right uh it was a record yes we're we packed them in there next year we might have to move if we sell more so golden golden one great. maybe I know. Wouldn't that be great? I'd be so excited. And um, it was, it's just awesome because there's every type of faith and Catholic in there. I mean, we have the Latin Rite and the Melkite mm -hmm. and the Byzantine and the Jesuits and the That's Knights wonderful. of Malta. Everybody's there. <clears throat> we have uh, some LDS there, some Lutherans, some Greek Orthodox, and everyone comes together and the room is electric with joy, you know, and um, just they all come together for life. It's just really magical. Yeah, you know, it, 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 it's not <laughs> strictly a Catholic movement for sure. Um, different different faiths express it uh, in different ways. Uh, I know with 40 Days for Life, most of the, 
I, I'd like to say the heavy lifting has been done by Catholics, but we're joined by many others. Uh, the same with yeah. the Sacramento Life Center. You're not you're not associated specifically with with uh, no. a religious organization, but uh, uh, again, many, many, many Catholics, and certainly the founding was uh, by by Catholics. Yes. Yep. And we get a lot of support from all the priests and different parishes and the sisters are there. Right. So, yeah, but we do have, a, you know, larger every year evangelicals coming and non-denominate, you know, all different faiths. So we're just really happy with that because we'll take and accept everyone who is for this cause, right. and you know, of life. Yeah. And so... We raised a lot of money, and we're going to be good for another year. And um, yeah, so it was it was magical. Our auction did well. We had fabulous things that went for a lot. <laughs> you know, dinner with the monks at Vina, and whiskey tasting with the Irish priest. You know, things like that that people just love to bid on, and 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 dinner with our bishop Soto. We had tapas and and um tempranillo with bishop and people just get excited about buying these and we did we raised a lot of money so those auctions they take on a life of their own don't they they do people look forward to it yeah so we have the raffle we have a silent auction online bidding and then the live and uh we wanted to raise just in the fund and need alone um, 200,000. I think we came close to that by the time all, everything's rolling in. So all in all, we did really well. And we just thank everybody said it was, you know, such a wonderful night, such a wonderful evening. So is there, is there a bigger venue that can put on this kind of an event? Um, you know, I haven't gone and looked at the convention centers redone. I'm sure they have you would they think they, they you would think they would have the space, yeah. Yeah, but other than that, there's not a hotel or any other type of ballroom or anything as big as the Hyatt's. Yeah. I remember so. uh, years ago uh, attending uh, Bishop Wiegand's retirement, and they had it at the uh, the Radisson out, you know, which on the lake there. Which is. Yes, I remember and, the Radisson. And it, I, th- it, I remember it, they had they, they had all these rooms because I had done a number of events out there. But you know, yeah. and they, they have the big partitions, you know, which makes them into smaller rooms. And and, and some of them are, you know, four or five hundred people, that that kind of thing, or three hundred. And they took down all those partitions, and I had never seen a room so big. And I think they had nine hundred in there, but unfortunately, that yeah. place doesn't exist anymore. I know it held a lot and they told me I can fit if I get rid of the stage and the raffle I can fit a few more at the Hyatt so if you know if we had to had to squeeze something out we can fit they said 900 but I just can't imagine it seems so packed already but they yeah it's that's a lot of people yeah so well, it's, it was, it's wonderful it was regardless. Great. Yeah. It's, you yes. know, of course, it, you know, they do have the, that bridge dinner outdoors. Yeah. You could, you could, you, you probably right. wouldn't, want to, you wouldn't want to do it in November, summer. probably. <laughs> I know. Yeah. We could move it to the summer, but we had a beautiful uh, gal that sings in the choir, Solar Skentorm Choir. Oh, really? That sang National Anthem. Yeah. We really honored our veterans on Veterans Day, and uh, it will be again Veterans Weekend that Saturday next year, November 9th. So, okay, so you 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 you've now adopted the second Saturday instead of the first. That's great. Yeah, that's but the Hyatt. You know, they had a convention come in at that time, and they moved us around a little bit. But that's okay. That's okay. So we it was wonderful, and we're all you know, rested up and we're ready to start our next big adventure. So, so did you get a day or two to put your feet up or just, just going from one to the next? 
Yeah, I didn't. I don't get a whole lot of time in, in this time of year. You know, you've got to start budgeting, preparing for next year, and but um, we and we're doing our uh, December our baby basket drive, mm-hmm. um, where we do a fundraiser. Um, people can send in fifty dollars to sponsor, you know, a baby basket filled with all the essentials for a mom for a baby to come home from the hospital and get a good start, or people can go online and order things to help us fill those baskets. So mm-hmm. we have that on our website as well. So people can help give and that that's just a great thing for our moms to start out with all those essentials. So you fill the you baskets, know? but people donate to fill them. Yes. Yes, that's correct. They can sponsor one. Um, or, or if people want to donate items, they see the good deal on sale on clothes or diapers or bibs or they can buy it and bring it in we do have churches that throw um, baby drives you know in december or people just go on our website sacklife.org we have a baby store there where we have needs that we so people if they don't want to just give money they can give you know they feel better donating actual items they can do that as well so yeah so every mom gets you know, plank everything the baby needs. That's you wonderful. know to come home. Yeah, it's it's really is a neat neat thing. People come into that room where we have all the items and the clothes, and it's it's pretty special. And and then those moms can come back for until that baby's potty trained. We even teach them potty training and get every month the next size clothing, the next size diapers, you know, more formula wipes. And so we want to support them. You know, we want them to know it's not just good luck to you. We're here for you for a long time to help you with that baby. All the mom and dad have to do is provide love. That's what we want. (laughs) Yes. Yep. And um, so we we try to do that because so many of our people are, you know, low income Mm -hmm. and they don't know how they're going to do this. And so that's why we're there for them, um, especially Christmas. We're, we're doing Christmas for some of our families. Um, we've got Walmart gift cards for the some of our moms that just can't, you know, seem to. So people want to sponsor those. We give a $50 increment gift cards to families that mm-hmm. you know, just need a little little extra help. So we do that at Christmas as well. So is there one time, Marie, uh, of year that consistently is the busiest time for you or not? Or does it just seem to vary? I mean, for for, for the center. Our busiest month every year is January. I don't know why. If women just put off going to the doctor or getting tests or finding out or if that's the time they're getting pregnant. But January's always we see more women in January than in That is interesting. Um, yeah, so we, we do that. But we stay pretty consistent throughout the year um, other than that. But we just always prepare for a busy January. Um, yeah, but I know, we see, I know you, you're, you're ever expanding, but in a given year, mm-hmm. how many people do you see? Um. Gosh, this year we're going on, well, 2,600 medical appointments. Wow. So, you know, but some of those, a woman will come back for an ultrasound. Uh So probably close to 2,000 women each year come through. Yeah, that's about. people, People look the other way and try to pretend there's not a need, you know, and. Uh, I, I've, I've thought many times all the attacks that uh, um, you folks endure uh, from people that really really don't know, just don't know what you do and don't know how you go about what you do. That, uh, it's so true. Yeah, it's just uh, if they, you know, you, you're doing a wonderful service for the state, for the county, for the city, um, for the country in terms of helping women in need 
who want to have their babies, you know, but just don't know how they're going to pull it off on their own. Uh, you're, you yeah. know, I, I go back to this all the time. These people that tell me they're pro-choice and I say, okay, fine. The Sacramento Life Center is providing choice, real choice. We sure are. Yep. And, you know, I know if you leave the politics out, and I know you folks, you, you leave the politics out. You just you just do the Lord's work and you let everybody else fight about the other stuff. But if you left the politics out, yeah. I got to feel 95% of American public, 99% probably, they love babies. And they think they're wonderful, you know. And it's it's just interesting. It is very interesting. Yeah. And, and we do get attacked and I think it's right. They just don't really know or understand the need and that we pour millions of dollars of free services into the community and medical care and, you know, resources and connections. And I, and women aren't, we don't make them come to us, but we are, you know, they need us. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and they're probably, and I always, I always wonder, you know, I, I think you folks do a really good job getting the word out, but you, you always wonder, um, if who who gets missed, you know, and who could have used your service yeah. and didn't know it existed, you know, and it's, um, you can only allocate so much to, to advertising and and that's you know mm-hmm. public relations and all those kinds of things. But the, 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 the more people that know, uh, the better off this society is. It's true. We're just a great place for anybody that's pregnant to start, no matter, you know, how they're feeling or what mm-hmm. their intention is. Um, come in. It's free. It's welcoming. There's no judgment. Um, talk it through. We give every woman lots of time, free ultrasound. Um, you know, tons of resources and, you know, they can talk to a nurse about any, you know, issues or concerns mm-hmm. and it's from beginning to end of coming in, they're just have so much help and support and love and, and um, women leave, they're like, oh my gosh, I, you know, this is how every woman should start a pregnancy. You know, yeah. a lot of times you'll go to and you rush in and out and they ask you a few questions and you know but here you really get to um you know talk to experts about all your worries and all the issues you're having and try to find solutions for them and so there really is nothing else like this service no i mean it's 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 the it's the whole package and it's all in one place and you're, you're never you're never going to say to a woman, well, uh, that's too big a problem for us. Uh, you know, you're going to have to find your own way uh, or, yeah, well, we can we can help you with this, but we can't help you with that. And it's the that that is uh, the stone wall for them. You know, you, you don't do that. You know, you're you're getting people on insurance. You're finding them doctors. You're you know, I mean, all all those things that. The, I mean, we, we all have acquaintances, uh, friends, family members, maybe, who red tape just stops them cold. And they, I just, I'd go, but I just, I, I, I can't figure it all out. Well, you're, you're there to, with a giant scissors to cut all that red tape, too. Yeah. Yeah, we do. And, you know, sometimes, I mean, you just feel for what they're going through, where they think, I have to go through with, right. you know, terminate. There's no way. And you're always, you know, just give it a little bit more time. You know, you're in a panic situation. Um, God will work, you know, he works it out. So many women, it's, it, you know, make that choice out of fear. Yep. Where, yep. you know, that's a bad, bad place to make any life decision. Fear you know. and being alone and uh, um, yeah. feeling like they don't have support or, or actually people very affirmatively pushing them this way, you know, the, pushing them yeah. to, to abortion. Um, and so, yeah, yeah it's it's uh, it, those are those are you, you said it exactly right. Those are bad, play, bad things to be in to be making, you know, 
really critical decisions. And and the, the one the one thing that always gives me joy when I talk to you, uh, uh, Marie, is is that I, I, I always ask you, so has anybody ever in all these years come back <laughs> with a baby in their arms and handed it to you and said, here, you were wrong. It ruined my life. I, <laughs> they never do, do they? No, never, ever, ever. <laughs> it, people are so grateful. They love their children. They're like, what would I do without them? You know, it's it's just that those initial few days of, you know, worry. I mean, we've had women who found out these horrible things about the father of the baby and how could I ever go forward? And it's like, you know, there's there's laws and there's protections and there's things. How, and, and they end up just, you know, being blessed and finding a better man and loving their children and they don't have to live with that decision forever that, you know, they ended the, the life of their baby. And it's just, it's magical. I love what we do. I've been there uh, 12 years now. Wow. So, <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's a long time and, and it never gets old It every day. It's, it's fun to help all the people that come in and new families and new ways to help. And, uh, and then our donors, I love, I get to meet the best people in the world that um, support the life center and will do anything for us. And, you know, all our volunteers and donors. So I, I get, I'm blessed to know, you know, I think the best people on, on the earth. So it's pretty fun. So in in twelve years, you've probably seen twenty thousand people. It's just it's that's just amazing. It's 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 mind boggling. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's a lot of a lot of people walking around out there that might not have been, you know, yep. a lot of kids in school and that may not have been there if they hadn't hadn't come to the life center and got that support. And the life centers. What fifty-two years old now? Something like that. Fifty-three years old. Yeah, yeah. We'll be fifty-two in a couple of months here. Wow. Yep. Boy, that's that's mm -hmm. amazing. And and uh, you uh, provide service in as many languages as the service is necessary. Yes. Yep. We have um, people that speak several bilingual people, but we also have linguistic services. You mm -hmm. know, for anybody that comes in. So we see a lot of different people and we go through a lot of culture diversity training and how do different cultures react to unwanted pregnancies. And so I feel like our staff is so well-trained, um, you know, to take on, you know, any woman's problems and, and what they're dealing with. So it's to make sure that, that we know what we're, what we're dealing with. Yeah, and no questions so, asked. People come in, and I, I think no questions asked, no judgment, and the big deal, uh, no cost. Um, I think people really have trouble believing that, you know, that that it it's free, and it doesn't, you don't have to fill out forms uh, and bring your tax returns in and your W-2s and everything else and uh, prove what your income is. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire or uh, have no income. It's true. Yeah. Nobody's ever had to pay. And um, everyone is just grateful and can't believe it. Women come in and they're like, what? Like, yeah, they don't have to fill out a massive pile of forms and prove their income. And nope. Yeah. Just come on in. It's pretty, pretty exciting. And um, we'll, we welcome anybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much money. If you want to talk through an issue, just come on in. Yeah. And we have um, now a licensed therapist who comes in to talk with our patients who have really been, you know, through trauma or major issues. So we try to help them with that. We have three men, um, two doctors and a social worker who work with the dads. Mm -hmm. So that's a piece. And... Um, yeah, it's fun to watch them, you know, go 
you know, sit out and talk with the dads about what it's like to be a dad and any issues and concerns they have. And we get them on our online classes to help them, you know, to be a good father and support the mom. And so we try to um, give some real, real knowledge in classes to our parents. And um, if they take the classes, they get big items like cribs and strollers and car seats and things like that. So, so the when somebody comes in, is is it usually just a woman, or do you do do you see a lot of couples, or how does that how how what's the demographic there? Um, some of both. You know, we I'd say majority of women come in alone the first time, and then oftentimes they'll bring their partner to the ultrasound. Mm-hmm. And then that's really fun for the dads to get to see that heartbeat. And that's a game stopper that, right there. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I, yeah. I, they, I, I remember the, the first ultrasound I went to, and my mom was there who was a, a, long, a lifelong nurse, a registered nurse, and, 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 of course, my wife. And it was like when they said, okay, there's, you know, here's the, I don't know, here's the kidneys. Do you want to know what sex it is? All these things. And then they said, that's the heartbeat. And you're like, no, no way. And you just, the tears just come, you bypasses the brain, you know, it just boom, come the tears. And I'll I'll tell you if, 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 and I didn't ever, it never crossed my mind. I was thrilled as could be, but if, if I know that if if there was some uh, if I don't know were we going to have this baby or not have this baby, boy, seeing that heartbeat would have went into the discussion. Yeah, my I, goodness. Right, as you know, we all only have one heart, and you see that that's heart, right. you know that. Yeah, and the heart just oh, it's just a symbol. It's it's the heart is the prettiest emoji, even you know. It's like <laughs> the, the heart is just. Uh, the heart is heart shaped. You know, it's 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 very interesting how, what what a just the shape of the heart, uh, it 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 just connotes beauty. There's just something about that vital organ that is uh, a lot prettier, I'm sure, than our our liver or our kidneys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's life. It's it's, an, it's a mirror, you know the fact. So, and to see it, you just kind of realize that every human being is a sacred and a gift from God. And, and, um, you know, it's just a beautiful moment, beautiful moment. So yeah. Marie, explain again, uh, before you go, uh, um, about the baby basket and how people can participate, uh, between now and, yeah. and Christmas, I guess. Yeah. You can um, go on our website to give sacklife.org. There's a place you can, donate and sponsor as many baskets as you'd like or just uh, donate towards any of our programs if you'd like you know our ultrasounds or and um but it's saclife.org if you have trouble you can call us uh 916-451-4357 on the website is also the um a link to all the baby items you can order and have them just sent straight to us they just get delivered to us um you're welcome to come by we love to give tours so if you want to buy something and drop it by we we love to show people what we do at the life center there at bell executive lane and so yeah so people at, at christmas it's a great way to give be a baby's first santa this year make sure they get all that they need um, we have women just coming straight from the hospital that stop before even going home for their baskets because mm-hmm. they have enough to provide. And so it's a very essential need. It's baby's first gift when they're born. So that's wonderful. Thank you. And you uh, just mm-hmm. uh, very quickly, you have a scholarship fund too, I presume that you would take donations for, which I just think is just the greatest idea in the world. Yes, we've been able to help so many women with um, some educational goals, whether it's, you know, just learning a skill or going back to school or finishing school. Um, And we it's a pretty good fund we have. And we're always looking 
for women that need some help with that. You know, even with it's with books or a computer or, um, you know, our our moms. We we gave out at our gala uh, four or five scholarships this year to moms that um, are so grateful. You sh- that you know, just to be given a hand up and the dignity and to be able to, you know, grow and and take care of your kids and get some education. So that's a great program that people can give to as well. Very good. Well, Marie, uh, God's blessings to you and your family and all your workers there and all your volunteers and all the wonderful women and kids and men that you uh, deal with on a regular basis. And uh, we look forward to our paths crossing again soon. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you too. Thank God bless. Thanks so much. That's Marie Leatherby, executive director of the Sacramento Life Center. And they always need volunteers. They always need uh, donations. And uh, the baby basket sounds like a a great idea. You know, just go to uh, SAC, S-A-C, saclife.org. And uh, that's going to do it for us for today. Thanks for listening, everyone. God bless. This portion of the Bishop's Hour is brought to you by a grant from the Mercy Foundation, enriching lives in the Sacramento region through Sisters of Mercy Ministries in healthcare, education, housing, and the care for the poor and elderly. For the Mercy Foundation, philanthropy is one of the most powerful expressions of compassion and love. Just as many people in our community need a hand, countless others are reaching out to them with comfort and hope. You can express your care and concern for the less fortunate with a gift to the Mercy Foundation. Uh, You can give them a call, 916-851-2700. That's 916-851-2700. And you can be confident that fully 100% of your contribution will support the Sisters of of Mercy Ministry or ministries that you choose. And what a wonderful treasure Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts has been for all of us here in the diocese as they uh, uh, transition uh, into uh, uh, new ownership and management. Uh, They continue to offer wonderful workshops, wonderful uh, uh, resources for the Catholic community throughout the Diocese of Sacramento. Not only does Easter's provide a wide array of Catholic books, both current releases and longtime classics, but they also sponsor a number of valuable workshops and lectures Throughout the year, they're, they're located at 6916 Sunrise Boulevard in Citrus Heights. Give them a call, 916-338-7272. We also receive a generous underwriting support by Crumley & Associates, a private wealth advisory practice of America Ameriprise Financial Services. If you have questions about retirement, Crumley & Associates can help you with their confident retirement approach that can help define a clear roadmap get you where you want to go you can uh, contact them get all the details at crumley and associates 7956 california avenue in fair oaks they're at 916-638-4600 that's 916-638-4600 and we uh, are are certainly uh, appreciative of the uh, fine and uh, long-standing support of the Mercy Foundation, of Easter's Catholic Books and Gifts, and of Crumley and Associates. We'd like to thank all the wonderful people and organizations, uh, businesses in town uh, and throughout the Diocese of Sacramento who have provided underwriting for the Bishop's Hour, uh, some in the last few years, some uh, have been with us for a very long time. If you would like to be an underwriter for the Bishop's Radio Hour, uh, it's a wonderful opportunity to to support this mission and also to support the diocese and also uh, to get some uh, recognition for uh, your organization or for your business. The easiest way to do this is to uh, give us a shout, send us an email, radio at scd.org, and we can give you all the details about uh, helping to underwrite the Bishop's Radio Hour. Again, that's radio at scd.org.